0: what's your intro
1: uh so i've been writing scripts mm-hmm. uh for the intros so this will i'll probably just like edit this and make it the script and then mm-hmm. have the theme music play since, okay since we're kind of just bullshit all let right. to make sure the mic's on to episode three of the Whatever We Want It To Be podcast. Thank you for joining us once again or for the first time. Today we have a co-host for the first time since it's only the third episode. So everybody, welcome. Ben Bovie, host of the Brass Tacks and Beards pod, <laughs> podcast that I've been lucky enough to be a guest on twice. So Ben, welcome.
0: Corey, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, you came in hot and heavy. I'm going to have to match that enthusiasm and keep it up. I wasn't really ready for that. I thought this was going to be a somber affair. So.
1: (laughs) I honestly had no idea i talk the way I talk or speak the way I speak until I started talking to myself into a microphone.
0: Oh, you don't know you're loud. No. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah.
1: Well, I've been told. I've been told my voice carries. If you ever hear me and my brother argue, it's it's terrifying because we're both real loud. We almost threw fists over categories once and we were both just super loud.
0: That's such an unnecessary thing to fight about, is categories. If you're going to fight, <laughs> you fight over Pictionary, and everybody knows that.
1: We're, we're <laughs> competitive. That's true, man. fight Pictionary. So, welcome to the podcast. Uh, today, we're going to discuss, I mean, kind of whatever we want while we'll throwing in some quotes. Uh, I'm a big fan of quotes. It's like six or seven of them. I don't know how many tattoos I have. Are all quotes. Uh, so, it's a big deal. Do you have any quotes? That I have one.
0: Yeah, I. so for everybody that can't see me, I'm 5'7", 90%. 225 pounds. Uh, I'm wearing a hat because I'm bald. And I have full sleeve tattoos. Ribs are tattooed. Chest is tattooed. I have a really bad tribal on my back that I got when I was 15. Yes. Uh, that my, yeah, my dad was drunk on my birthday. And he was like, what do you want? And I was like, I want a tattoo. And he was like, let's go. So I picked a tribal off the wall. So... If I were to, like, stand at a perfect angle, I would look like Bill Goldberg's left arm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just, just from the back. That's, uh, that's how bad it is. But I have one quote, and it's a Captain America quote, and it says, till the end of the line.
1: Okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I just got uh, one of the quotes that quotes I actually have listed is one of my new favorites that I just got on my left bicep. It says, be curious, not judgmental. I like that. And that is, uh, well, I saw it on Ted Lasso's, the dark scene in Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. which uh, I think watched Ted Lasso. Not yet. Okay. So anybody that already knows me as I'm saying this, it's, I, it's my favorite show. It's the most leadership quality show. It's all about being an effective leader. That's what the entire show is about, building a positive culture, which I enjoy, which I love. So I got Be Curious, Not Judgmental, originally said by Walt Whitman. Okay, But that's one of my favorite quotes. And that scene in which he says it is one of the best scenes in any show that I've ever seen.
0: If that's which old.
1: Is a, which is a weird plug, because I I don't know any of that. It it's just very good. It's just a good... That's a, a good plug. I guess. So one quote. Yeah, I think I have six. I mean, we'll probably talk about them throughout the episode. No, I'm going to list them all now. Uh, so you have... You brought, you brought some, uh, some quotes. I did enjoy. Are I, you like in, in, in general, are you a quote person? Do you use quotes like in daily life when trying to teach oh. lessons or anything like that? Yeah, I, I'm pretty
0: I do nothing but use quotes. I think my favorite quote that I've ever used in a professional forum is when I had a group of people that were working for me and they were underachieving. Um, I stood up in our morning meeting and I said. Uh, I'm so good to you people. I don't know why you fuck me all the time. So in the words of Mike Tyson, I'm going to fuck you until you love me. I didn't end it the way Mike Tyson did because obviously can't end with uh, slurs anymore against gay people. But okay. yeah, Google the, the full quote and you'll see why I didn't finish it that way. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. Thanks for
1: not finishing that on yeah. the third episode of my podcast. So yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But I'm generally a quote guy. I think you can uh, get a lot from... You know, these pivotal moments, no matter what media they come from, whether it be uh, real life movies, um, literature, m- music, um, there are quotes out there that resonate with people on multiple levels, and why wouldn't you yep. go and grab that and try to use it and capture some of that magic?
1: Yeah, no, I agree, and that's a perfect segue to the main topic of this episode, is we, we will be discussing quotes, but I did come across, and this was like a couple years ago, I saw it. And I read it, and I thought it was interesting. And if you don't know, one of the things about this show is we learn interesting but mostly pointless things, which is kind of what I've been saying every episode. Like, it's interesting, but you're, it's not going to change your life. It's not. But this episode could, because quotes, you can drive from what their meaning is and motivate yourself.
0: And oh, we're going to change somebody's fucking life. We will. But That's going to happen.
1: When we learn, there's a few quotes that we have been saying, I know my entire life and for generations that do not have the meaning that like these days that was originally intended they cut the quotes in half and they changed the meaning entirely so we're going to end with that one of the bullshit for a little bit and then we'll end with those few sayings
0: so here's why i'm excited for this because you text me and you're like hey let's do this podcast uh bring some quotes i was like cool what's it about you're like i'm not telling you and you told me all of like seven minutes ago (laughs) Get ready, because I'm gonna blow your mind. I was like, cool. So I'm learning with everybody. I'm, I'm ready.
1: That, and that's a very good point to bring up. Thank you, because that is what I wanted. And I was so scared that right before, if I asked, like, Hey, have you heard of these? And you're like, Yeah, I wrote like a thesis for my master's. You know what I mean? i be like, Shit, this is gonna be the worst in real time reaction. <laughs> time.
0: How mad would you be if I was like, Of course I knew that, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Idiot. Everybody knows that. Nobody's gonna listen to this podcast. <laughs>
1: But I forgot to unmute it.
0: Oh, that would have been tragic. All that wasted witty banter.
1: Yeah, that would have been you talking, <laughs> me muted. And then my ass, my new trying to edit, trying to edit myself back into it. Like, in that one.
0: In that uh.
1: well, one. No. Two out of three, she's already interrupted. But oh, it's fine. That's fine. Because she's a wonderful dog. Uh, yeah, so you were talking about using quotes, and dude, I am actually really animated, but... uh. he's talking about using quotes in real life so i did have a work so i actually one of my favorite quotes is i didn't know it was quotable until after i said it so i said it to one of the people i used to supervise uh when i was before i retired Mm -hmm. and then like a year later he was like hey just so you know i used your quote and i was like what do you mean i have a quote and this is what happened so we were deployed somebody lost the tool for the second time which is a huge deal for any aircraft maintenance. Uh Lost the tool, but he didn't know he lost it. And somebody brought it and handed it to me and was like, are you missing this? And I was like, didn't know we were, which is even worse. At that time, his supervisor was walking up to me with him behind him to hand me my food and coffee from the chow hall. And I was like, hey, man, thanks for my food. Just so you know, shit's about to get real awkward. And then his dude, <laughs> this guy, walked up, and I, I ripped him. You know, I lit him up. Whatever drove away the guy next to me was like how do you balance like snapping at people for things like that and then being friendly and stuff like that and i said who's the asshole him for fucking up or me for correcting it yeah in this situation who's wrong you know what i mean and then he actually used that so i'm also a big fan of quotes in everyday life
0: yeah i think i have a quote in. And i do i have a quote in my signature block of my uh professional email oh really yeah it's the standard is the standard Because I feel like it's the most general, it should be commonly accepted things like what's the baseline for them? The baseline's the fucking baseline. Why are you even asking me a question like that? Yeah. The standard is the standard, period dot.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not a question.
1: If you want me to have 27 flare. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or I have to have 47 widgets. Yeah. (laughs) And I only have 46. Well, guess what? You're not at the standard.
1: Yeah. I'd be like that. Yeah. So, again, with work. So, I do, I bring up quotes nonstop. My kids hate it. I got tattoos of my kids this past summer and the summer before. And right before my son, we've we each got two tattoos in the same day. So six mm-hmm. total tattoos. Solid. Yeah. And my youngest was a little bit nervous. And he was like, man, I'm a little bit nervous. And I said, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is being afraid and doing it anyway. Which is a quote that I then found out. Was from Nelson Mandela, which is actually courage is not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it, which is also a good quote. And then I found out Samuel, Samuel Clemens, who's like the quote master also had courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not absence of fear. So it's the same, obviously the same quote, you know, it's
0: deep. Yeah, but it's it's, real deep.
1: It's true. And I love it. And my son was like, yeah. And then the tattoo artist, like gave a little nod, like, okay, like, I like that. You know
0: what I mean? Anytime a tattoo artist gives you a head nod of respect, because they hate everybody. I'm fully convinced the tattoo artists just live <laughs> off of caffeine and hate. That's it. They just despise everybody that comes in that room.
1: You figure you have to deal with a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've been so I'm I'm a pretty good patient, I guess. You know what I mean? I'm a good customer mm-hmm. to tattoo artists. Like I shut the fuck up, I just do my shit, I close yep. my, you know what I mean? Stomach tattoo. It was like eight two hour sessions or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was like do your thing, man. You know, but then sometimes you're in there and it's like somebody getting an arm tattoo, just screaming at the top of the lungs, and you're like, oh, that's got to be in there. Yeah. Which so one? The profession.
0: Which one hurt the most for you?
1: My stomach was the worst. Yeah. Because uh it was so it was so it was originally actually my stomach is a picture. Of a woman holding a skeleton mm-hmm. and then a woman dancing with a skeleton angel. And it actually goes with a quote I loved her not for the way she dances with my angels, but for the way her name silences my demons. Ooh. So my artist and I, cover up for my ex wife's name yeah. on my stomach, nice. uh, came up with a picture idea of that quote. So that was the worst just because there were so many sessions. Because I did go past, it was like the first hour was fine. Mm-hmm. And you don't really know if it's your first time getting a tattoo in a certain area. I didn't know the stomach was because I got full chest, I got ribs, yeah, like, those were all real bad. Uh well, I mean, like, you know, bad. But the stomach, before he even started, like the first hour, huh. I had every other tattoo artist in there was coming to check up on. Him. Like, not 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 you know, not like yeah. okay, dude, but he just checked and be like, he's doing all right. And I was like, damn, why does everybody keep checking? And then it was kind of like, oh, because it's your fucking stomach. And after that first hour, it's just awful. So I just did, I kept the two hours. I did two and a half once, but that last 30 minutes was like.
0: Excruciating.
1: Yeah, just because, so if it's like, it's one of those things, if if you're at hour two and the whole tattoo is going to take three hours, hmm. or do the third hour. Right. If you're at hour two, but you still have 10 hours left of the whole tattoo anyway, I just, I just separated it.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that should it was your worst?
0: Oh, my worst, so it's weird because I have the outside and the inside of my elbows done, which are usually brutal, and the Punisher on my right arm was real bad because they punched all that color in, but my wrists for some reason, which is like a commonly accepted, hey, that's not a bad area to get, Yeah, mine were excruciating. I don't know why. Like, I just, the wrist did it for, I got my ribs done, I got my my chest, which is like, nothing was as bad as my wrists for me yeah it's very strange
1: i'll throw pictures up on the instagram of our conversation so you can see all of his wonderful sleeved tattoos
0: they're all Um, superhero and villain themed
1: yeah so follow the uh, www itp (laughs) podcast solid plug on instagram
0: a solid plug you're a thanks team you're a natural (laughs) you're a natural before we get too far off i do have I feel like we're into a tattoo conversation you Really are real so quick <laughs> and we're going to branch off. Real, we're going to, we're going to get back.
1: Yeah. You can tell that Bovi is a much more, or Ben is a much more experienced host than me. Cause I, this, I was going to change the <laughs> title of this podcast to tattoos and some words or something like that. No, no, we're,
0: yeah. we're going to get back to quotes. Don't you worry. We're going to Sherpa you back to quotes. But before we do, uh, you mentioned an ex-wife tattoo. Yes. Uh, my sister-in-law's father has the greatest tattoo I've ever seen he has the signatures from the divorce decrees of his divorces tattooed over his heart so he has those and exes that have gotten uh, pfas against him so he has those signatures on his chest and I think that is the greatest tattoo of all time
1: yeah I'm a huge I love that I've never heard anybody doing that that
0: is so like that's everything I want in my life because I feel (laughs) like I'm on that path anyway so I may as well embody it and just get there
1: Next time I see my brother, I will send you a picture of his tattoo. Because he has, it's a big heart. It's his only tattoo. He has a big heart on his left arm. And it's like his daughter's name and stuff. Yeah. His his, his ex-wife's name. And then he just was like, you know what? I'm done with that one day. And went to a tattoo artist. It's literally a black rectangle. Just (laughs) completely covering up the name. And I love it so much. Because he was just like, I don't give a shit. Just get it off my body. That's that's fantastic. All right.
0: Hard, Hard transition back. Hard transition.
1: Thanks for real. Quotes as the host. Quotes.
0: That's a- <laughs> we're back. And we're back.
1: <laughs> this <That> show was
0: <laughs> We were
1: I will talk about anything yeah. again for the subject.
0: We were on the threshold of just an entirely different topic. People would have listened to the intro and then been confused the whole time.
1: Okay, so let- let's go back with this. My collarbone tattoo. Okay. It's a quote from William Shakespeare. And it's actually collarbone did not hurt at all. I thought it was going to be bad, but it's in mirror writing. Uh So I can read it in the mirror and remind myself to love all trust a few do wrong to none.
0: You know, old Willie Shakespeare, obviously uh, one of the most notable authors ever, even if you've never read anything, everybody knows who Shakespeare is Uh, a lot of quotable things out of all his literature. Yeah. Uh, King Lear. I, because of the way Shakespeare writes in Victorian English. Obviously, I'm not going to try to quote it. I'll yeah. butcher it. Yeah,
1: say it, say it like how we, how we say it.
0: But, like, yup. yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to get there. Okay. Uh, basically, King Lear, it's the tragic downfall of this man who used to be king. And is basically outcast by his daughters and makes the wrong choices all the way. Uh, and he says, I am a man more sinned against than sinned. And that is one of my favorite quotes of all time. Because I think everybody can relate to a time in their life when they're just going through it. And it's like, I know I'm not perfect, but I definitely don't deserve this.
1: Yeah, 100%. And maybe as the show goes on and on Mm -hmm. and on a little bit more personal lives and stuff will come out. So I'm not going to bombard you all at once. But there's been times where I I would be like going through, say, like a divorce or something Mm -hmm. and like something bad would happen. And I would be like, this is probably for what I did here. So I would match up shitty things happening to me the shitty things i did when i was younger right and then i got to the point where it was like i gotta be even now you know right. I, mean, I gotta be square and then something else will happen i'm like fuck yeah you know what I mean? but like, in fuck. your head in- especially the bad comes in threes like, oh yeah that happens, that's awful
0: right and i'm telling you there's just something about that quote because i read it during the uh the onset of the pandemic so like i was in the middle of my my three bad things i was overseas had a heart attack overseas and I came back stateside. Oh shit. Went, started going through a divorce and then the pandemic hit. I was like, oh, I guess now's a great time to read a Shakespearean tragedy. Yeah. And <laughs> Yeah, let's just get it all out through uh through this outlet. And I read that quote and I was like, Who man, if that ain't the truth.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. And cool. more sinned against than sinned. Like you said, man, quotes. They can they can resonate with you.
1: They really uh I do have a corny it's a little corny and it's a little it's a little old but I've been trying to do it lately since I did retire and it took me about 7 months to even start figuring out who the fuck I was as a person because I had no mm-hmm. idea. it's it messes with you man but uh to stop and smell the roses yeah so what what I had to do to get myself cuz I was anxious a lot I I always felt like I was about to miss an appointment or I was like right. supposed to be somewhere that I wasn't I just felt like that for 7 straight months so when I get on the highway, I just, I get in the right lane. Like if I'm not in a rush, obviously, but if I'm just like, say, going to like my brother's house or something, it's like over the bridge. I just get in the right lane. I just stay in the right lane. I drive slow. Whoever's in front of me, I just listen to music and I relax. And it really helps me yeah. to just slow down. You know what I mean? Just slow down and just take into the environment around you and just chill and just be with your thoughts. That that actually helped me a lot Yeah. when I was going through the whole transition, transition stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it happens a lot with military people. Like they, they get to that point where they have to transition into a drastically different lifestyle. And I remember this was a few years ago, somebody came up to me and they were like, Oh, I'm getting out and I'm all this stress is adding up and I'm at the end of my rope. And we're, if you were talking about quotes, there's a Teddy Roosevelt quote and it's when you're at the end of your rope, tie a knot and hang on. Oh shit! Sure. I mean, the fact that I was able to work that in Yeah. huge Teddy Roosevelt guy, uh, Best president we've had. Yeah, he was the last good president we've had, and that should say something about the state of a lot of things. But
1: what years was he in office?
0: He was in the 30s. Okay. Yeah. No,
1: I didn't yeah, mean. I wasn't trying yeah. to put you on the spot. I've 30s, because I don't know. Yeah,
0: 30s. I wasn't trying to like quiz you. I
1: mean, oh, so. Okay. Depression era after the depression.
0: Yeah, so he was the uh, catalyst for the New Deal. uh He was the union, or not the union, the uh, monopoly buster. He is the one that made a lot of our state parks um he thought america was beautiful the way it was so why change it and that's why we have a lot of the state parks we have like the grand canyon
1: oh he did it to like stop people from checking right. down
0: and... right and he had the foresight to see oh people are going to build here and it's going to ruin the natural beauty of it that's why there's nothing built anywhere near the grand canyon because the first time he saw it he said what can make this any more beautiful than what it is so he basically put in the law like hey this is all state park now you can't build near here
1: to look up some teddy yeah. Rose, man.
0: It's also yeah. it's also why the American side of Niagara Falls is not nearly as built up as the Canadian side, right. other than the old Indian casino stuff. Because there's obviously you know different rules there. at okay.
1: That's cool. I'm going to yeah. see Niagara Falls, one of my last trips before I retired. Yeah. That was cool. Niagara's- in the same day, I got a Philly cheesesteak in Philly at the airport and Buffalo Wings in Buffalo.
0: That's the um, American dream, dog. Yeah,
1: cheesesteak from Philly and Buffalo Wings. Yeah. Well, from that Niagara area. Yeah. But still. It's like, the dream. The same day, within like 12 hours of each other. It was yeah. awesome. It was one of my favorite days. It made me smile. Speaking of smiles. <laughs>
0: Great transition. Thanks.
1: <laughs> another single Wrinkles should merely indicate where smiles have been. Mm. Like that, that. so it reminded me of it was a movie with kevin costner and ashton kutcher when they were like the the deep sea diver rescue yeah squad i forgot what the movie's called sorry this is mm-hmm. a true story it's a really good good story actually yeah but and i'm i could be i'm pretty sure it's that movie but there's uh the older lady that runs the bar and she's explaining she's like i have these scars because i've lived i have these wrinkles because i've smiled mm-hmm. and it's like i look the way i do because of the life that i lived you know it's right. like, be proud of be proud of your wrinkles yeah. And your scars, it means that you lived a life, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I really enjoyed that.
0: I love it. I like that. What's your favorite movie quote?
1: Recall. So, my brother and I had a conversation, I'm talk about my brother a lot on this yeah. episode, but
0: he should be here. It's
1: the first time I've gotten to talk to somebody else and starting this podcast. <laughs> and honestly, in my head, I think I've switched to being the guest like three times because no, no, the
0: you're 1000% the host.
1: Yeah, thanks for the question, doc.
0: appreciate
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it. So my brother and I actually had this conversation like last year, and we both said, mine's from the movie Road Trick. Ooh. And so we bo- we knew we both had this exact same movie quote, and they're arguing about which way to go in the woods. And I forgot the character's name. He says, it's supposed, to, it, it's supposed to be a challenge. It's a shortcut. If it were easy, it would just be the way. Yeah. Like, if it was easy, this would just be how everybody got there. Right. It's a shortcut, so it's supposed to be difficult. Like, you know what I mean? I find that I the love that yeah, that's sad.
0: great, and I find that the best movie quotes are the ones that they are simple. You know, you oh, have yeah. lots of movie quotes that are long and they're paragraphs long, and people post them. It's always on like a weird picture too, and it's usually the far right people. Uh, they <laughs> they post these crazy quotes out there.
1: Forgot to have the uh, <laughs> the the no political <laughs>
0: far right lane of the highway. That's what I meant to say. There we go. Uh,
1: not that I'm against the, an opinion by any means, by all means, state your opinion. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so, but,
0: but I, just, yeah. 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 Don't worry. I'm going to get rid of all these other quotes okay. that I've had. I have nothing left in the chamber after this one. But, so, but I do. I think the best ones are the most simple ones because my favorite movie, have you ever seen A Bronx Tale? Yeah. It's great. Great movie. The,
1: the, the Open the Door?
0: No. Okay. No, that's a good one too, but it's a little long winded. Yeah. Uh, My favorite quote from that whole movie is from Sonny. He's a, you know, basically local mob boss. And he's giving this life lesson to this kid that's kind of under his wing. He's grooming. And he said, the worst thing in life is wasted talent. And I have literally shaped my entire life off of that quote. Like, that's real. Off of this one right off movie line quote in like a B mafia movie with Chaz Palminteri.
1: Chaz Palminteri, thank you, yes. Uh,
0: And you know what a funny thing is? The kid's name in that movie is Collagero. Collagero is actually Chaz Palmentary's real first name. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I think that's kind of cool. I like that. But this this one-off line, you know, straight to the point, saddest thing in life is wasted town. Like, that has literally shaped me, and I think it made me really who I am.
1: That, so, speaking of being shaped by quotes or sayings, not necessarily a quote, I have two that, well, one that actually really did shape my life, and that was mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And I would be trying to like do something. I was like a hyper kid. I was not a probably an easy kid to be. Yeah. Especially from a single mother whose husband just died. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like wasn't an easy kid. Right. Well, I was a baby when that happened. But years later. Yeah. We yeah. don't need to get into that. Get by any means. Uh, not yet. It's <laughs> not a different yet. episode. Yeah. Not yet. That's going to be a drinking episode. Uh,
0: Am I not supposed to be drinking? Oh, no.
1: Oh, I just <laughs> mean me drinking alone in the corner. And then I just start talking about the house. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. We're coming back. Reel it in. So if- so, uh, so when i was a kid i remember i was trying to do something and my mom told me to do something else i was like that's not fun she's like you can't just have fun all your life and i was like oh shit in my head even as a kid i was like well we'll see and now i'm a 38 year old stand-up comic who's starting a podcast yeah having fun so thank you, Mom, because that honestly made me give me a goal of, well, I just want to learn. So, I mean, I did I did my 20 years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I did put in the work. I did all that. Yeah. But now I do get to have fun. And another one she always told me, which I'm still confused about today, is, and this was, a, this is, a lot of parents said this, yeah. but the world isn't fair. Like, the world isn't fair. All right. But even as a kid, and I know this is witful thinking, mm-hmm. I was like, why? I was like, Earth is ran by humans. We're... Humans that are in charge of Earth together. Why isn't it fair? Like, why aren't we just fair? Yeah. Like, why can't we be? We have the resources, and if we're gonna have a bottom tier of the class system, why don't we make that bottom fucking great? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why? Why do people have to suffer? Like, right. I don't even to this day. I'm just like seven. The first time I was like, well, why? <laughs> like,
0: I'm one thousand percent behind it. Make the bottom great again. Yeah. Oh I, man. I, I, you
1: know what? Fuck it. We'll talk about whatever <laughs> we want on this goddamn show. <laughs>
0: Three episodes in, you're like, fuck the politics rule. It's out.
1: So, usually they listened to the first episode. So, Mm -hmm. that was actually my point. So, the first episode, I talked about gas prices. Yeah. And I purposefully said zero things about any politician and even said the point of the episode is to learn a process and not place blame. It's impressive. So, yes. So, that is where I was like, especially for that episode, because certain things should not be political. Mm -hmm medical shit should not be po- poli- it shouldn't be your politics yeah. fucking gas what who you think is in charge of gas prices like that should not be why is that politics like yeah read up on it and learn right. what affects gas prices that's like the whole point of this show right is interesting but mostly pointless things.
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i do think that we should all find whoever is in charge of gas prices and jump him and that's all I'm going to say, because you've already covered that topic. But I'm just going to leave that out there. I stand behind jumping whoever sets gas prices.
1: Luckily, I haven't released that episode yet. So I'm just going to edit that snippet and throw it in the middle. Uh, get onto the main topic. Or actually, right, main is there topic. Any that you wanted to spit out and you just wanted to get out? Which is fine. I'm not sure.
0: Um... Man, a really good one? I you said quotes. I literally brought my big book of quotes.
1: Just because we start talking about the the main shit I want to talk about, you can still bust quotes out. Like I'm not trying to stop that by any means.
0: So I do have one. Okay. But it's kind of a sad one. It's a wisdom one. Right? It's after you get past a bad situation. So from Lord of the Rings, book three, Return of the King. This one comes from Gandalf. I like it. He says to Frodo, I will not say do not weep, for not all tears are an evil.
1: Can you say that again? i got to hear
0: that again. I will not say, do not weep, for not all tears are an evil.
1: So I, you can have good tears. Yeah, there's good tears. There's yeah. such a
0: thing as mourning a thing that's happened, and you're just, sometimes bad things need to happen, or sometimes tragedies create something better.
1: To quote Scott Hansen? Okay. Who did, okay, so Scott Hansen mm. is, is Red Zone channel. Right? Yeah. Chris yeah. Hansen is the guy. Yeah. To-
0: Chris Hansen, if he walks in the room, to you're going to jail. Brandon. Yeah.
1: Because I always say Chris Hansen, my brother, Jesus Christ, I can't stop talking about Chris so
0: Hansen. He should but, be here, <laughs> no, but he's but not. He's
1: working. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I would say the wrong name, but Scott Hansen, at the end of every NFL season, on the last episode of the Red Zone channel, right before signing off, he says, smile, me, or what'd he say? Oh, shit. what does he say? Uh, smile because it happened? No,
0: shit. You know what you should do? I'm gonna look it edit, up. I'm download it and it. edit it in right here.
1: Oh, can you do that? Yeah. Legal?
0: It's legal until I take it down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> until I hear about it. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened.
0: Love that. Yeah. That's the thing. I love every
1: it. NFL season. He, he does he does his long speech and yeah. he takes his whole staff and how much he loves and appreciates them. Then he's Yeah. Don't Love. cry because it's over. Smile because it happened.
0: What happens if it's something bad, like a relationship? Do you smile because it's over? Yes. I think that's more.
1: No, and then be happy that it happened so you could grow and learn. And yeah. A
0: better person. Yeah. I think that's more the Gandalf quote. <laughs> Not all tears aren't evil. These are happy tears because yeah. this succubus is out of my life. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I talk about succubuses. Yeah. hundred yeah. episodes. Sic- <laughs> On the sleep demon episode. It's a circle. Holy shit. Everything's a circle. I can't stay away. <laughs> Are you ready to learn? I'm ready to learn about some sayings and quotes that were cut in half that changed the entire uh, definition or meaning behind the quote.
0: Absolutely. These are big. <laughs> I'm ready to have my mind blown. All right, I am.
1: So, and if you have heard these, just let me know, so I'm not like pretending to be excited. You're just like Jesus Christ. Curiosity killed the cat.
0: I have heard that. Yeah, you
1: know the whole saying. Is?
0: I don't. I thought it was curiosity killed the cat.
1: So the earliest printed. The earliest known printed reference of this phrase dates to 1912 as part of of a proverb printed in the Titusville Herald newspaper. It reads, Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back.
0: So the cat's not dead? So
1: the cat is alive now because it satisfied its curiosity, which changes the entire Yeah, You're a kid and you're about to do something. Ah, uh, Curiosity Killed the Cat tells you to not be curious. And if I don't know if you remember from the beginning of this episode, my left arm says be curious. Yeah. You know?
0: So here's That's where, crazy. Here's where I'm fucked up right now. Yeah. Curiosity killed the cat. Basically saying don't be uh, adventurous, don't go explore things because yeah. they're, you know, this, that, the other. But satisfaction brought it back. That means it's 50-50, and you gotta risk it to get the biscuit.
1: Yeah, is the juice worth the squeeze Right. in this situation? I'm oh, gonna be yeah.
0: I'm definitely telling my ten year old this because I'm fully
1: yeah yeah. But as a generation, imagine if you if a whole generation of kids that were raised to be curious instead of to be afraid of taking chances. Yeah, because that's the whole that's what it means now. Isn't just curiosity killed the cat? It means to not take a chance, bro. You, have, my whole life's been a chance. You know what I mean? Like, I've just always
0: hated that. I've always hated that quote, "Curiosity killed the cat." I've heard it. Yeah, I get it. But at the same time, like cats have nine lives. Why not be curious?
1: Yes. It's satisfaction going bring it back. Right. You're gonna feel good that you said So that was a big thing with this podcast. I was nervous to start it, nervous to to try something new because you so I've been a stand-up comedian for thirteen years. Right. But I don't really like put clips, a lot of clips out there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But like releasing a podcast, when you're talking it's speaking to each other in conversation like this, the real you comes out. Right. Which can be I mean, I think I'm a, I try to be a good person, but you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it was like scary to me. But then Especially like with a quote like this, like shit. I would rather try making a podcast and end up failing at some point. Whatever you consider failure, uh, the only thing I consider failure is quitting. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> oh
0: man, <Jesus. laughs> have you ever heard <laughs> the? Have you ever heard the quote? It comes up because you kind of you said it. Just interpretation, and you said try to be a good person. You're the villain in somebody's story. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a big believer in that, because yeah. I know a lot of people love me, and I've helped a lot of people out, but there's like four or five people out there.
1: I used to. It took me a oh, long yeah. time to get comfortable with the fact that, you're, to some people, you're an asshole, and you just have oh. to accept that. you know. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people that like take pride in being an asshole. Oh, you know, those people like a are the trait, worst. Like a I hate it. Trait to me. But... uh Yeah, like you're just not you're not a good person to everybody. You meet certain people at certain times in your life when you're just maybe not a good person for that. While you're recovering from something, whatever. Yeah, get Uh, that. uh,
0: If if anything, why not just lean in and be the best villain you can be for that person? Yeah, because every person needs a villain.
1: Make it a story.
0: Yeah, make them say like, "I want them to talk about me forever." Do you have a
1: nemesis?
0: I do have a nemesis. I have a nemesis. It's it's uh, so I'm. Clearly out in front of my nemesis right now for every measurable, you know, definition of success. I'm in front of my nemesis, but I feel like at like 40, there's going to be a like a real big change. And somehow they're going to pull out in front and like twirl their mustache in <laughs> this, front of me like, I gotcha.
1: I don't, I don't want to go to details. Is this like a friendly nemesis? Or is it like, I don't fucking like this person? Is there
0: anything... Is there, are there any friendly nemesis? I've never had a nemesis.
1: nemesis? Buddy, nemesis? Nemes-
0: Nemes- nemesis? 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 They're just a nemesis. Yeah. Nemesis. I tried to get too smart. I'm not that smart. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, no. There's no such thing as a friendly nemesis. I want them all to die in a grease fire. Here we go. All right. Full on it. Do it. With
1: the grease fire? Put water on it.
0: Yeah. Unless you're my nemesis, then I'm gonna put so false water. safety pamphlets.
1: Put water. <laughs>
0: I'm <laughs> going to fill your baking soda with water. Just strategic little pack. So when you try to pour it on there, splatter everywhere.
1: <laughs> Ready to <start.
0: laughs> move on. Uh,
1: this is actually. This is actually another pretty big one, I think. Uh, it has been said in the U.S. and Canada since 1721. hmm jack of all trades okay do you know that jack Uh, yeah yeah master of none yep so that's the quote that we all know jack of all trades master of none so originally it was just jack of all trades meaning you are a talented person in multiple aspects right i mean like jack like you could be carpenter do electricity Mm -hmm. build fences or jack of all trades kind of thing and then it was added jack of all trades master of none as an insult Where, yeah, you're kind of good at some things, but you're not great at anything. And then, it was changed again to Jack of All Trades, Master of None, though oftentimes better than a Master of One. Love that. Yeah, I also love that.
0: I love that a lot.
1: Jack of All Trades, Master of None, is still better than Master of One. Right. Yes. I love that.
0: I want to be the Jack of All Trades after you're saying it like that.
1: It sounds great. And, I mean kind of was like in sports growing up like Mm -hmm. i was never i wasn't like i mean like i wasn't ever the best player but i could play everything you know so that's when i kind of first started hearing that with like my mom or like someone like jack of all trades like he plays all the sports yeah thing and i was like oh and then i remember later jack of all trades master at none and i was like man that sounds dickish like that just sounds rude
0: yeah well think about the job you just retired from i mean that's kind of what you want to be jack of all trades because there's plenty of people That go down one lane there. Oh, yeah. And then they're lost. Yeah. Yeah. They're absolutely lost. They're great at that one thing. But it's, I'm a firm believer it's always better to be dynamic than it is to be a one-trick pony.
1: Yeah, no, I agree completely. That's,
0: That's, yeah.
1: have some knowledge, and which kind of one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast was when I was in school last year trying to finish my degree, I realized I really, I really enjoyed the research. Mm-hmm. i hated writing papers right apa format and all that shit you know what i mean yeah but i love the research i love finding just having a reason to research something i enjoyed mm-hmm. it that's why and i don't know if you've even talked about it but the whole point of the show like i created the email whatever we wanted to be podcast <laughs> com. yeah uh, spelled all the way out where people can just email in with <laughs> shit suggestions that they want me to look at for them you know right that's the whole point of the show
0: I wonder, what what suggestion do you want to get? Is there anything that you're really dying for somebody to send in to you?
1: No, I think I'm more, I'm excited to have things to, re, granted that people actually send in, like, request ideas, but I'm, I'm excited to have things to look up that I would have never thought to look up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, somebody's going to send something in, I'm like, holy shit, I've never thought about that at all you know what i mean so i'm excited about that because it's just going to be a whole new way of thinking like i'm sure there's going to be some stuff like i I don't want to do anything that's super serious i'm trying to keep it as light as possible i mean i did gas prices i kind of told you one of the future ideas which is going to be one of the heavier episodes but funnier to me yeah but i'm just trying to keep it like fun stuff and i really i would kind of like to get into processes just kind of i don't really know what But and I don't want to get super into political stuff. But if 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 somebody was like the history of the electoral college or yeah, or I don't talk about gerrymandering all goddamn day. Yeah, I'll do a gerrymandering and a fucking filibuster episode. You know what I mean? But I just don't want to get super into politics. I don't want it to become that. Oh yeah, mainly because during you know the pandemic and all the arguing and all the sharing of information, I literally. Whoever, and I don't delete people for being right or left. Yeah, unless they just went super far in either direction. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I deleted a whole bunch of people. I
1: try, I try being like a middle. Well, I kept a lot because I wanted to keep an eye on, to see what kind of shit they were posting. Honestly, I was like, eh, let me make sure this dude's not trying to make plans for right. shit. Right. But uh, what the fuck what i talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Topics. Yes, I think you should. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big bu- so obviously I'm a huge comic book fan. Look at my arms. Oh yeah. I think it would be a great episode to do the inspiration for um, golden era, comic book characters in golden era. But if you look at like the X-Men, you know, the X-Men, uh, they are based off basically the civil rights movement. That's what they are. Yeah, and the two pol- different. Right. The two polarizing figures, you have uh, professor, Charles Xavier, who represents Martin Luther King Jr. And you have Magneto who represents Malcolm X. Yeah, that's a, they were the inspiration for those characters.
1: Like fighting the same fight
0: different? Fighting the same fight differently. And Stan Lee, uh, he knew the comic wouldn't sell at the time it was releasing if most of those characters were black. So he took that situation, applied it to these fictitious uh, people that had the same persecutions, the same issues. And uh, yeah, he published it that way and then brought, you know, it gave away for young white kids to look at a situation and go, hey man, that is really wrong. And Magneto, Magneto is arguably the most relatable villain of all time. Like, it's it's really hard to hate him even though he's a terrible, terrible person doing terrible things. But he's relatable because he was a concentration camp survivor. He had been persecuted his whole life. And this is what the world shaped him to be. And radicalized him. And he was like, Fool. The only way I'm going to get through this is if we're in charge.
1: Okay, I like that. Yeah, a
0: lot. But you should go into comic books. I think that'd be a great episode. I'd
1: love to. Thank you for the first idea. My oh, man, man, that's dope.
0: I'm still going to use the email address. I'm going to send Who it. <laughs> Who get real
1: professional. Oh, that's all, so man, what? Come, come, man, Because cool. I don't, I didn't grow up reading comics, but I'm like. I mean, I knew them. Like, I watched the X-Men cartoons when I was a kid, Saturday morning cartoons. Like, I watched all that stuff, obviously, all, like, the Marvel movies, X-Men movies. But I wasn't, like, super into comics when I was a kid. So, super, like, I enjoy learning about that stuff now because I didn't really when I was a kid. And it kind of helps you relate, especially when my kids so like anime. I know we talked about anime before. Mm -hmm. My kids got anime tattoos. I wanted to understand what their tattoos were. I started watching anime, and now I'm hooked. You know what I mean?
0: You know, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but you're obviously an Avatar fan. Yes. Uh, Last Airbender, not the weird one with the blue people Last that put Airbender. their uh, ponytails in the trees. Yeah. There's a lot of great quotes that come from that, even though it's a kid's show. Yeah. And I can't think of any off the top of my head, which makes me sad because me and you have both talked to uh, a voice, <laughs> Michaela Murphy, who is a voice actor for Toph Bay Fong. Yeah. So I feel really bad. That oh, I can't think of any
1: tes and beers, yeah, <laughs> <Bend> up, <short laughs> and six nine.
0: yeah, but we're on we're on summer break right now, so you know, yeah it's great, but I also have a bunch of guests that like I have to edit the audio for, you know that part, the not fun part,
1: yeah, oh I yeah, yeah, the first from the first episode I recorded to the second, I changed my entire setup, I kinda knew what I was doing, but that first episode, it was no shit, maybe five days in a row mm-hmm. uh trying to figure out how to record and edit a little bit. Yeah. It's all the extra shit, man, that have just, like, it's been stressful. I feel good now because yeah. I'm recording. I mean, I recorded the second episode today, so it's been a lot of talking today. So I yeah. feel my voice getting a little hoarse yeah, a little tired from it. But <laughs> I'm excited because my release date's not until Friday. Mm-hmm. My goal is to release a day early. And, I mean, nobody's going to know that I'm saying it now. But yeah. my goal is to release a day early because people, and I've said this in stand-up for years, but – the amount i think i've had the best support system from any stand-up comic that i've ever met to even like announcing i was starting the podcast i started the instagram page and people immediately same day started following it mm-hmm. like send me the link when it's out like yeah. i appreciated it they they got involved I, I put on social media uh about sleep even stories for the episode mm-hmm. like four or five people sent me stories like it was cool and then it's like i appreciated the support with it all yeah uh
0: I, start talking about that. I don't know. It's always good to say thank Thanks. you, though. I try to work it in as much as I can. To say what? To say thank you Tell to everybody that you. helps out.
1: Speaking of saying thank you, the Brass Tax and Beers Podbear IG started following the WWW ITB podcast on yeah. Instagram. And I know, like me, y'all had two followers. Right. You were following two people. Yeah. You should feel special. Yeah. So I'm following my wife in real life and the Brass Tax and Beers podcast. The Brass Tax and Beers (laughs) podcast is following me and Britney Spears.
0: That's right. (laughs) Because if you are not subscribed or following Britney Spears' Instagram, you need to because it is just, it's a a treasure. It's a treasure. I, I, I love that. It's fantastic. It's, it's just Britney doing crazy dances and putting naked pictures up. I love <laughs> it.
1: Oh, I, I really enjoy that. All right. The next quote.
0: Next quote hit me.
1: Great minds think alike.
0: I've heard this quote. Yeah, and now I've, quote. I've said this. This is I think this is one of the most commonly implemented quotes in just general conversation, because anytime you agree with somebody, hey, great minds think alike.
1: And even that's been shortened to just "great minds." Yeah. If I say something and you're like, "I was just going to say, great minds." Yeah. Full quote. Now the etymology is mostly unknown from the research that I did, so I cannot give credit to whoever uh, thought of this Mm -hmm. or whoever said it. But great minds think alike; though fools seldom differ. So I was kind of trying to break it down. So great minds think alike. So we have the same way of thinking, right? But fools seldom differ. Mm. So you don't necessarily want to be on the side that. well oh, I was having issues, kind of trying to break it down. So great minds think alike.
0: I think it's like a really smart, well thought out way of saying groupthink is bad.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's a thank you. Those yeah. are the words.
0: Groupthink is bad. Yeah. I'm never gonna use that quote again now. And the next time somebody says "great minds think alike," I'm going to say "fools often differ." So leave me the fucking alone. There
1: you go. Yeah. (laughs) Now you can leave. Now that I taught you something. Yeah.
0: Get out of here, (laughs) you fool, nerd.
1: (laughs) Get out of here, you. But I do. I do not use that. That's a very common phrase.
0: Yeah, that one's. I I would argue that's probably the most commonly used phrase by everybody. Yeah. Because who doesn't want somebody to agree with them?
1: Yeah, and people get super excited uh, to be agreed with.
0: Right they do
1: especially just on social media and
0: <laughs> uh, generally uh,
1: so i i've actually I, I have prided myself on just being as cool with people as i can and just letting people and just a lot of people man like they went far in certain directions mm-hmm. but i mean full still seldom differ bro
0: it's true <laughs> it's true
1: horrible type.
0: it no no <laughs> so you're, you're... You're not true, and everybody (laughs) can relate to that because of the things they see out there. Um, Are there any, like, ominous quotes? Quotes that you don't really understand the meaning to, but they're just kind of out there? Shit. Because I have one. What's that? It's from Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh, It's, A fighter never knows when it's the last bell. I'm like, ooh, I like that. Because, like, you're in the ring. You might be on top of the world, but you never know if that's the last time you're getting out yeah, there.
1: Any lucky you shot? Any lucky like, shot? Right. I like that. That's yeah. kind of like a don't count your chickens before the hash. Exactly. Don't count, yeah. Don't count your chickens before the hash. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're rocking that shit now, but I mean, that's a blind right hook, mm-hmm. fucking ending it. Exactly. Yeah, I like that.
0: Big fan of that one.
1: That's good. I enjoy. Uh... <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, all right. Yes. One of my favorites. So I am a, a Twain fan, Mark Twain, Samuel Clemens fan. Yep. If you have not seen the Dave Chappelle, Mark Twain, American Price or Humor Award on Netflix, it's very good. Uh, it's from a couple of years ago. Yeah. I think John Stewart might have just got this one this past year. Mm-hmm. Either way, Samuel Clemens, an, a hilarious individual with great quotes. Uh, if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything.
0: Ooh. I love that.
1: I love that.
0: I love that. Yeah. I'm forgetful as hell.
1: Same. But if you, yeah. still, if you never lie, all you have to do is re- all what happened that day. You know what I mean? You don't have to remember your lies, especially if you're trying to lie to multiple people. Yeah. You
0: know? <laughs> don't I know it. <laughs> don't I know it.
1: <laughs> I mean, i
0: <I'm> <laughs> Yeah, we all have been there, right? It, it happens. Everybody's been there. On both ends of it.
1: I'm going to grab a beer. Do you want one or do you
0: have one? Yeah, I can always use another beer.
1: Grab one and then, hey, while I'm gone, I'm not going to edit this at all. You just want to throw another quote at him?
0: Yeah, sure. I'm all by myself. Well, let's see. Let's see what kind of good quotes. I'm, I'm going to bust open the book while Corey's not here.
1: call <laughs> I heard was, I'm all by myself. My dog
0: <laughs> Ah. Eleanor Roosevelt. This is a good one. What is to give light must endure the burning. Can
1: you you repeat that?
0: What is to give light must endure the burning. That's deep.
1: In order to shine one day, you got to earn your stripes. You got to you got to learn how to rebuild from not shining to become shining. Is that's what I'm getting?
0: I mean, you can take that a lot of different ways. I mean, I look at it as if you're going to shine the light on something, be ready for the pain. i mean it's not always easy
1: whistleblower perspective yeah there's that
0: um sometimes shine the light on a bad situation you know what's uh hey here's another quote that you get all the time don't kill the messenger Mm -hmm. a lot of times people kill the messenger
1: that's true delivering the news like i'm not the one this isn't my news that i'm giving you this is news i mean secondly Leonidas. i just Kick his ass down a well oh yeah he was being a bitch though. he, he was he be- disrespects the yeah. spartans and i'll be i'll be damned if you disrespect the spartans though. right
0: i once uh flew from i flew overseas i flew from seattle to japan mm-hmm. and my tv in the seat in front of me the little thing you can do it was busted and the only movie i could watch was 300 for 11 hours oh i got it so I mean, obviously you have nothing else to do. Yeah. So I'm going to watch three hundred for eleven hours.
1: Dude.
0: Dude. And I was quoting three hundred for a solid four months. I bet.
1: Yeah. 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 Because and I am not trying to one up, but I do have a similar story. And it I love is it. with a worst movie, so I'm not trying <laughs> to one up. But flying from England, it was either England back to the States or the States of England. I don't remember. Yeah. My move my, my screen was busted. Nobody else is on the plane was busted, so everybody's watching like The Office, yeah, and like new movies that are like barely in theaters. And all I have to watch is Daddy Day Camp 2 with Cuba Gooding Jr. Not oh, even the first, not one. even the it's a secret the first one, yeah. The first one's Eddie Murphy, the second one's Cuba Gooding Jr. That's a big drop off, yeah. It was the that's all I had, I didn't watch it though, I did. I just went to sleep for the whole flight. And that's a long ass flight,
0: that's just disrespect to Cuba Gooding Jr. though. You mean that whole Cuba time. Gooding. Yeah, Well, I don't love him now. Have you seen him lately? No, Cuba, Cuba's movies? going through it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
1: Has
0: he been in uh, No. He's them. been in jail. That's about, about it.
1: <laughs> my quote on my left yeah. inner bicep is, the road to hell is paved with good intentions,
0: Ooh, a good which one. I
1: heard in some low-budget Cuba Gooding Jr. movie when I was stationed in England. Another quote that is misused or misquoted comes from 1 Timothy 6.10. You heard money is the root of all evil have the actual verse is for the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. So the greed of wanting right. all the money is the root of all evil, not the having of the money,
0: which is funny because that means most of the people saying that quote are the root of all evil. Because usually the people that are saying it are, they're envious of, or they want something they don't have. And they're yeah, just passion. Right.
1: Collecting money to not pay taxes. Right
0: yeah at all that's a good episode to do yeah oh i plan on it oh i i
1: I discussed some bible things yeah today during the second the sleep demon episode and i was not trying to but you know what the whole goal of these first three episodes was to let a little bit of myself out every episode so i'm gonna i mean i'm obviously gonna say my opinion Though, my hope for the show is the understanding that people just believe different things and it's okay as long as you're not trying to force your beliefs on other people i dig that Every time I'm just trying to make a point, I say the point of this show, and it's like not anything I've thought of before. But it's very, it's
0: very clear. succinct and to the point, like a, like a, like a paper, like a college paper. You need to have the the point of this show. Yeah. Is
1: that there- <laughs> today? I'm going to talk to you about this. And after this is what I just spoke to you about. In
0: summary, <laughs> do you know what I was listening to on the way over here?
1: What's that? Hamilton. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that might be the actual intro. You said you were a
0: list guy. Yeah, I was listening to Hamilton on the way over here.
1: I actually just saw Hamilton Live.
0: Oh, it's so good.
1: Yeah. I Saw it in California.
0: Yeah. I saw it live. Uh with
1: Jill Kimmel and one of my best friends Aww. Ruben. It was very nice and lovely.
0: Yeah, it was great. Um who's your favorite character in Hamilton?
1: Uh, ben. No. Yeah, Ben wait, Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin? Yeah. No who comes back from france thomas oh jefferson. thomas Jesus jefferson Christ.
0: thomas jefferson's coming home
1: yeah it's
0: yeah. oh, great
1: you know i said ben franklin why is that so and i don't know somebody one of, one of my friends asked me to make a list of tv shows i, I watch tv shows and movies all the time i always kind of like Tell people if it's super good or if I think somebody has a certain personality that would like like that kind of movie, mm-hmm. I'll like to let them know. So I had a friend asked me to make a list. And the number one on that list is a show called The Detour that Samantha B created. Mm-hmm. Uh her husband, I think husband, uh, I could be wrong on that. Jason yeah. Jones stars either way, Fantastic Show. <clears throat> fantastic show, super funny. Uh didn't have the fan base, got canceled. Either way, in that show, they reference a uh a play. Got I know it's fun. but they reference a play that's about the United States Postal Service. Mm-hmm. And it's called Franklin. And Love it's, it. They they cut they do a cutscene, and it's fucking Hamilton. But for this show, they created Franklin, and it was Ben Franklin rapping about starting the U.S. Postal Service as the first postmaster. G-
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that could be a great play. So a great musical. I said, yeah. yeah. Great. I, you oh, know, Roosevelt. Now Teddy Roosevelt. Shit that he's- yeah. Uh, right?
1: Roosevelt.
0: No, no, that was Franklin, who was a dick. He was awful. He was terrible. He's the most overrated president of all time. And that's without a doubt it's a f- yeah, he's terrible, uh and nobody can tell me otherwise he gets this weird not much about history oh well, but this this could be a good one too. uh most people don't know that in the franco russo war, the Japanese used kamikazes on the Russians, and f d r applauded them like publicly. It was like, what a great idea you guys did awesome, and it's what led us, to- oh yeah. Oh, yeah, FDR sucked. He was overrated.
1: Holy shit. Yeah, he's also... Was he, like, trying to create a kamikaze program for the U.S. or anything? No. Or he was just, like, all about it?
0: No, he was just anti-Russian. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, FDR is so... Overrated. That'd be a good episode. He's also the one that started getting us off the gold standard. FDR made it so... Only, oh man, this is such a good thing, but I'm going to use this and then you can do what you want with it. FDR uh, made it illegal to have a certain amount of gold in your house. So the US government came to your house and took over a certain amount of gold that you had under the orders of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He is a terrible president. Terrible. People think we get our liberties infringed on now. It's really not that bad now compared to when if your neighbor told said you were a communist you got pulled in yeah like that's, that's what fdr time man. yeah what a time to be alive
1: dude i talk about that a little bit in my stand-up. i'm not gonna burn my jokes or anything but i do talk about generation gaps and how everybody thinks uh today is such a in today i mean obviously we had a fucking pandemic for multiple years you yeah. know what i mean like obviously it's a weird time to be alive always bring up like the draft like a right. draft would have been a, a, a much weirder like imagine being a milkman right and then you get a letter and then you're in europe fucking fighting a war right like that would have been a super weird time to be alive super weird holy shit just getting yeah. a letter like that
0: but real back so we were talking about hamilton one of my favorite quotes comes from hamilton okay and it gets repurposed twice um george washington when he's talking about this insurmountable task you know being the british in front of them and the potential for glory that Alexander Hamilton has, he says, uh, talks about basically going out and dying in the battlefield. He says, uh, dying is easy. Living is harder. Yeah. I love that quote. And then later on when yes. Alexander Hamilton can't get along with his contemporaries, uh, talking about getting, you know, basically the country on a solid battle rhythm. Yeah. He says, winning is easy. Leading is harder. Yeah. I love those two quotes. Those are
1: very good. They are
0: solid quotes. And
1: I recall, yeah, I recall when you first started bringing it up and the emotion that he says it with, too. Right. It's like, yeah, no, I love that. As
0: you can feel, like, you can feel the air in the room drop when those two quotes happen because the point of the show and where it's at and how the demeanor of the actor, performer? Yeah. What do you call somebody in a play? Actor. Yeah. He, he yeah. The the demeanor of the performer as he delivers that line. Yeah. It is gravity. I saw, I feel yeah.
1: it. I saw like when that first came out, I was like, pretty. I really enjoyed it. Like I was kind of just looking into it, and the fact that when you watch that that sh- if you've never seen it is incredible. But the end where it just says Lynn Manuel's name under yep. everything that had to do with composing or writing, and it's like yeah. this dude wrote and composed this shit. Mm-hmm. By himself. I mean, he's probably, like, had support system. Yeah. But still, like, dude, that is. And the best thing about speaking of that and war in battle and country <laughs> is the final quote that's said.
0: Oh, I can't wait for this.
1: Oh, So, I actually, I think I've heard it or variations, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, a big quote that stood out to me. Uh, my country, right or wrong? You heard that?
0: my country right or wrong
1: yeah like my country right or wrong my country
0: i mean i've never heard that but that sounds like some real 50s propaganda yeah. kind of, kind of yeah. quote like
1: no matter what it's my yeah like, no matter
0: what right or good or bad yeah. i'm here for it
1: is it it's kind of like just yeah yeah no matter what i'm down someone like in, in the town i haven't like been affleck and uh i think it's fucking all can guy kind of his name oh know, like uh ben jeremy renner jeremy renner yeah i'm pretty sure uh i've not seen it in years so i'm not gonna get the quote correct but he uh ben affleck walks in and he's basically like i need your help you can't ask questions no matter what it is but like some shit's going down and i think jared Renner jared new renner is like where's the car or some shit like he's just like i'm down you know what i mean like i've never been i'm the type of friend that's gonna tell you if you're wrong i'm not the type that's just gonna be like yeah go down that path that's gonna hurt your life later you know what i mean i'm the friend like yo take a step because i've always had well not always i used to have real shitty friends <laughs> Not real great friends because I learned yeah. how to pick who's in my circle better, you know what I mean? And one of the main things that anybody that I consider like an actual friend is they will tell me when I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. I think you need that, especially when you in an emotional state and you're going to do something. Like when I was going through my divorce, I wasn't in a good spot. And one of my friends, Ruben, who's still my best friend to this day, stopped me from doing – I mean, it wasn't anything crazy, but it was like, you know, just being mad at people right that you might want to go to fisticuffs with you know what i mean and it's like yo bro like you don't need you don't need that drama especially when you're in the military you don't get any of that drama so Uh, i have so i always appreciated my friends that talked me out
0: uh, yeah doing yeah two things come to mind when you say that um one it's always good to have that that anchor that person that brings you back and sometimes that can be a symbiotic relationship where you're each other's anchor i've i've had friends like that in the past But the second thing, and probably more important, is the audacity of you to say somebody else is your best friend when you invite me over. Uh, First off, that's an affront to our relationship, and I don't appreciate it. Second, I I don't even know if I want to sign over this this audio so you can use it now. Yeah. Now I'm a little upset.
1: Now I'm the owner of my own.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're just going to have to play yourself.
1: One of my very good friends, uh, not close to best. uh, Oh, but to finish the quote, Mm -hmm. "My country, right or wrong," is the quote. I don't think I've heard that specific quote. Yeah, Uh, it comes from um, a an American senator, Carl Schurz or Schurz, uh, from 1872. Okay. The actual quote is "My country, right or wrong. If right, to be kept right, and if wrong, to be set right."
0: Wow, I love that. I do, too. The whole quote I love.
1: Me, too. But the issue with that and what we're learning in society these days is we can all look at the same thing and see something different. Yep. So that's where you get, like, the difference of opinions. Like, some yeah. people, you know what I mean, keep it this way. Some people progress this way. Like, whatever it is. But if right to be kept right and if wrong to be set right. I love
0: that. Can I use that, that as a solid segue to the last quote I have?
1: Oh, hell, let's do it.
0: So I have a quote. It came. It comes from Captain America in the comics, not MCU Captain America, but it's one of my favorite quotes of all time as somebody that considers himself a patriot. Uh, and to give context to it, there is this situation that Captain America is in where a four-star general is telling him, hey, we need your help with this. Um, Captain America says no, because he does not believe in what's going on. And the general rebuts with, I thought you were a patriot. I thought you were loyal to the country. And Captain America says, I'm loyal to nothing but the American dream. And I think a lot of people can take something from that right now. Like, that is something that everybody can kind of feel and go, yeah, yeah like a lot of things around are kind of bad. But I can get down with the American dream.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I'm going to, I don't know, like, what's going What's all that's going on? But one thing for sure is to find that American dream. We need to stop fighting over every little fucking thing. <laughs> but say the quote one more time.
0: Oh, I'm loyal to nothing except the American dream.
1: Yes. Love I that. Love that. Man. I love that. That's good.
0: I mean, that's everybody funny. can take something from that.
1: That's going to the top of my list. But that's it. That is the show about quotes. And good. <laughs> that shit is third episode recorded
0: third episode the first five are the hardest is it oh yeah oh yeah that's what
1: it's been stressful yeah uh but kind of fun it's like a fun stress it's yeah. not like a shitty like i don't want to do this kind of stress especially yeah. with people that are showing support but i mean with episodes about gas prices and sleep demons and quotes like yeah what the, we're hitting all the ends dude we're in yeah. we're in there so we're gonna keep it going thank you for listening and don't forget to follow uh grass stacks and beers on uh spotify or yeah instagram we're
0: on everything honestly major
1: streaming platforms yeah.
0: the social media i'm not as worried about but if you want to hit that you know subscribe button on apple Podcasts or spotify i'd appreciate it
1: yeah hit that up and then uh yeah thank you for listening to the third episode i'm gonna give y'all a couple days after i post these to try to send in some emails if not we'll just keep it going I don't have a set schedule yet for the episode release, but I'm going to do until we can figure out a schedule that kind of fits me and fits what everybody's looking for. Probably just do three episodes at a time. A few weeks later, three episodes at a time, but it's going to eventually become one a week. Uh, Just try to balance this with stand-up right now. I'm just kind of learning everything. and don't want to overwhelm anything. So we'll have a good schedule, but I hope you enjoyed the first three episodes, and I look forward to hearing from you. And Okay, bye.
0: Hey, yeah, crush dog. <music>